This is an explicit podcast meant for those over the age of 18. Any views or opinions expressed are those of our own. We do not offer any professional or medical advice. Welcome to Kinky Frame of Mind, where we talk about anything and everything. Now let's get kinky. Hey, you kinky fuckers. Welcome back. Hey. Uh, don't forget to grab your pizza rolls as you come in. Yes. We've got, we got a good show lined now up. Now it's going to be entertaining for you. Mm-hmm. So, but hey, you know what? I don't. Let's do a little introduction. Oh? Uh, yeah. Okay. In case people don't know. Hmm. I'm thinking. Okay, go for it. Hey, we might have some fucking new people that need, hey, need, need right. to know who who the fuck we are. You're right. So, without any more bullshit, I am the one and only Don Juan. Yes, you are. The man with the magic slong. Uh-uh. The man behind the great curtain, the great Oz, whatever. Behind the microphone. Behind the microphone. How about that? That's worked. <laughs> and with me, as always, the Miss Sassy, bratty. <laughs> Sexy, Not me. Sexy Miss Sin. Hey. And we are the Kinky Frame of Mind Podcast. Yes, we are. Hey, we're at like 61 episodes, baby. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it. <clears throat> Some days it feels like we should be at a thousand episodes. Yeah, well, that'd, be, that'd be wild. COVID's been a wild year, so sometimes it feels like it's short, and sometimes <laughs> it feels like it's 10 years. Right. So, but anyway, we're the Kinky Frame of Mind Podcast. Thanks for tuning in again or finding us for the first time. Yeah. Whatever the hell. If you're finding us for the first time, sit back and enjoy. Enjoy. Yeah. So we'll start this thing like we always do with our sponsors. Yeah. Spon- our first sponsor, our website choice. Mm-hmm. What is it? Altplayground.net. Altplayground.net. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I almost messed myself up. So, hey, if you're not signed up, you're missing out on so much. Yes. There's so much things... So much things. So many things <laughs> happening right now on the site that you, you, you don't want to miss out. Right. We're doing meet and greets all over. All over. Everywhere. Everywhere. Starting in April. May. May, May. 1st. That's what I meant May to say. 1st is the first official alt playground meet. Um, but they're, they're popping up everywhere. The only, only way you're going to find out about these is either through hearing about them or on the website the best way get on the fucking website right i don't know why you're not already but yeah. okay so but the one meet and greet that you really need need to know about is the one may 15th in okc yeah why is that because we're fucking gonna be there because we're gonna be there we're hosting it with the club okc mm-hmm. if you've never been to the club it's a great time to come out if you're within driving distance we expect you fuckers to show up right so we'll see all the pretty faces yeah, and other body parts too. So, <laughs> hey, I'm just being honest. There you go. So don't forget to check out Alt Playground. Get signed up. Get active. With things opening up, what better time to get get on there than six six months ago? Yes, we, we, we should have been on there. But if you're not on there now, there's not a better time. Make yes. those connections. Make those plans for for the events. There's all kind of events coming up. You know. Right. All kinds of things to see and do out there. So get on there. And find some people in your area and enjoy it. Next sponsor. Full Swap Shop Radio. You just threw it all together. I know, I did. <laughs> I couldn't say it. I'm going to take out the uh, 
radio or the shop part. Mm. Full swap shop. Thank you. Okay, we'll talk about that one first. No, sure. Because you just threw them all fucking together. I, well, you know what? Why not? So. Why not? We know you you love the show. I love the show. I love the merchandise. I love it all. So. Go out and buy buy some merch. Go yeah. buy some swag. From our show, all the other shows on there. Hey, just buy a shirt from every show and you can wear a different shirt every day. Right. What a great way to support us. I agree. So, all kinds of cool stuff coming there, too. So, check it out. Yes, there's lots of things. Uh, our new logo is out there. We've, we're loving the shirt. We're loving the new merch. So, check that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one, Full Swap Radio, like you said. <laughs> 24-7, your favorite podcast, shows, whatever. Mm-hmm. Sex positive, sex Ethical, non-monogamous, whatever you're, you want. There's something out there for you. Right. Check it out. Some great people out there. You, some of these podcasts you might never heard of. It's a great way to find them. Yeah. So don't forget to do that. Definitely. So, other n- announcements. There's some big parties coming up this year. Yeah. You're gonna want to want to be listening to find out. Because I know we're going to Vegas in September, and we're going to fucking Orlando in. October. Yes. For a couple of big things that are coming. More details come, but you guys need to plan to go to both of those. Right. So, but, huh. Hmm. I hope everybody loves our our episode today. It's kind of fun. If, but, if it's not for you, just sit back and listen and maybe you'll learn something new. But anyways, we, we, had, we had a great, great weekend. We went out with our best friends this weekend. Yes. Went to OKC. Mm-hmm. Pretty vanilla weekend for us. We didn't go to the clubs. We went to Bricktown. Yeah, we had a good time. Had, had some great food. Yeah. Fuck, the fucking weight sucked. Right. But <laughs> we had some great food. And if you guys don't follow me on Facebook, you should. Because I posted this picture of this 60-ounce fishbowl drink with four straws in it. And everybody's like, oh, that's so nice you're, you're sharing them. No. I fucking drink the whole thing. Mm-hmm. One drink, one person. I don't care how many fucking straws it comes with. Right. That was my drink. Yes, I see that. So. Yes, Sharon's came, but when it comes to my, my, my drinks, not so much. He's an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. Not so. really, but... <laughs> <coughs> Excuse as you, me. As you're over there coughing and coughing wishing me to talk, because yeah. I'm like, oh, I didn't. Yeah. So then we went to the Dollhouse. Yes. Which is like a, they call it a burlesque club. I'm not really sure if I would consider it a burlesque club. They have a couple. They they do burlesque type shows every so often. Yeah. But to me, they need to do more. Yeah. And, you know, we used to go a long time ago, whenever it was at the old, 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 old location. I think. The clientele's kind of dropped down. Yeah. Used to, they had a strict dress code to get in. It, it was more high-end. Now they're just letting everybody in. Right. We saw kids in, like, pajama pants and fucking tank tops. And and the guy dancing, I, I'm kind of thinking, how do I want to say it? He's he's methed out. Yeah, that's, that's a good word. He was methed out, yeah. In everybody's face, trying trying to dance. So, but we had a great weekend. But it was a sad day in Don history. Well, because and actually, 
but before we get to that, we're standing in the middle of the, of the bar, just minding our own business, and I walk up and have somebody just give give me a big hug. It was one of our from our, behind you yeah, almost from, from behind me just startled me, but it was one of our, our our rope family from down there. We haven't got to see them for a while, so it was nice to mm-hmm. chat and catch up. So then. Then the guy in the suit walks by that looks really, really sharp, you know. Yeah, he was cool looking. He was cool looking. But anyway, back to my sad day. It was a sad day in Dawn history. Because after hanging out, I'm not used to hanging out at a bar with a bunch of 21, 22-year-olds. If, if that. They ha- they're supposed to be, technically, yeah. okay? True. So I look at Santa and I'm like, maybe it's time for me to raise my minimum fuck- fuckable age. Because being around them really just kind of almost annoyed me, made me anxious. Yeah. So it might be a time for me to reevaluate how young I want to play. Yeah. Because they were a little annoying. <laughs> so does that mean I'm ge- I'm getting old? Maybe. I'm kind of just an old man now. Mm-hmm. But not that I'm not going to turn down one if one falls in my lap. <laughs> I'm just not gonna go out seeking that that young, so. But I'm not gonna turn turn it down. Right, no hell right. no. But I'm not really kind of seeking that age right now. I want ones that are out of college, kind of got a a feel for what they want. Yeah, a little more fashion sense maybe too. Yeah. Some of these kids had no fucking clue. You know what. <laughs> We're, we're at a nice club, and this one girl had, like, pajama pants and a tank top on. Yes. Crop top tank top. The the, the, the top was cute. I thought the top was really cute, and I, I looked at, at her pants. I'm like, what the fuck? Which one was this? She's back behind us in that group that was dancing. Mm, she had, like, that. a white tank top. Re- really cute tank top, like, really fancy. And then she just had, like, mm-hmm. f- f- fuzzy pants on below it. Strange. I'm like, what the hell, you know? Did you just wake up and just throw on the first two things you found? And maybe, maybe she she was running 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 later. Maybe she just got dicked down before she got there. Maybe her 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 pants got ruined, and that's the only other thing she she had. I don't know. So, but yeah, you know, I'm kind of you're growing up. I'm growing up. So tonight's episode. We, we we recorded a segment last night with a friend of ours, mm-hmm. talking a little bit about some kinks and B- BDSM stuff. It's more geared towards that. So it's going to be a little change for us, a little more deeper discussion. We're, right. talk, we're talking about protocol. A lot of people don't understand protocol. You know, I've been around the, the B- B- BDSM, BDSM scene for seven years, six years, and I still learned stuff talking to Jay last night. Right. Stuff that I didn't quite understand about high high protocol or how protocol works since it's something that I haven't been around a lot. Right. You know, like we talk in our in- interview, a lot of our people that come to our dungeon aren't that type of people. Right. So it was fun to talk to him and get a good understanding of what protocol is and how how it works and the different levels. So hope you guys sit back, relax and enjoy it. Hey guys, we got a guest in studio today, a friend of ours that we've known for a long time. So, um, Jay's with us today. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about well some kink stuff today. He's 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 from the the protocols side, leather side. So we're going 
something we've been skirting around for for a while. We've kind of talked about pro- protocol in some of our episodes, mm-hmm. but never really just dug into what it is. I've always said we'll get back with it. So right. it's you not guys hear me say, say that. I'm like, well, we'll, we'll touch that on another time because I know enough to get me in trouble, but mm-hmm. it, as far as really explaining it, so welcome him. What are they supposed to do? Like, yeah, yeah, just just. I wave, mean, and he can hear it. Just when wave that at happens. him. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> but sometimes you forget you're not in front of an audience. Yeah, <laughs> the, and people keep saying that we need to do this live. There's no way. No. We're still all over the place. Yeah, and I would be so distracted with live people. <laughs> so you would you would you would need someone to sit in the room and go. There's been a question, and yeah. you could answer it because you couldn't sit and read yeah, it. <laughs> I couldn't sit and read. And I got buddies to do that now. I'm like, I couldn't be. I need like the whole crew from like Howard Stern to come in and be <laughs> be, be my phone screeners and so. Yes. You want to tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into the kink life? Well, um, really, honestly, it was one of those things that I was kind of tired of the other dating sites and stuff and friend of mine told me about fat life and that's where i kind of jumped in and um been in for i think it's six years now and um have you always been on the kink side never like the swinging side or um it- actually no i've been what you would call i mean vanilla i mean that mm-hmm. was just where i started out but i mean it i was i mean yeah i did spankings and stuff like that but not very much stuff i mean um i knew that i wanted I was the one that needed the control. I needed the one who had the power on things and be able to really um, manage the relationship. Um, I think it was definitely one of the things, looking back now, that's where I'm not, um, where I realized that that was something I needed and it wasn't working out with those relationships. And so it's jumping into the into the lifestyle. It was one of those things that kind of helped um Help me understand it, you know, yeah. what what it was that I was needing and all that stuff. Uh, but, no, I, I entered in, um, got really heavy into rope. Um, shoot, I've been teaching classes for almost four and a half, five years. Uh, probably about four and a half. I wouldn't say five just yet, just because I didn't, I was in a huge learning phase in the beginning. Still am. I mean, shoot. Yeah, we're all. <laughs> <laughs> so many rope classes and stuff going on. That's the biggest thing I've missed lately, you know, just yeah. I was talking to some of the guys from OKC trying to set up some stuff and just miss seeing everybody, you know. Yeah. I've yeah. seen people that we got used to seeing all the time, you know. Yep. Just haven't seen anybody because of COVID and, you know, with Rope around here, it's just us, you know, really. Right. Yeah, I want to, like I said before, I was wanting to do that Shabari in the Park thing, bringing that back again. That'd be awesome. Uh, but we'll see how that goes. But no, I got into um, right off the bat. I was just watching and learning. Um, I spent a lot of the time just actually watching. Um, got into the rope. Um, really was into the decorative stuff, and then got really into all the mechanics of all of it, and just blew up from there with rope. Um, Impact came in, made some toys of my own. Um, something actually I enjoy doing. Um, I made whips for people, whip, whips for myself, floggers for people and for myself. I've made all sorts of impact implements, but I uh, 
pretty much I've just grown into the dynamic side of things. Started out with the um, um, the daddy side. Um, went through that a couple of times, um, which I actually like. I mean, I have that side of myself, um, and I know it's not something that's going to really go away either. Um, went into the DS and evolved into an MS relationship stuff. The um, MS is still really new to me. I mean, I was in it for for about three years, or about, no, well, let's say probably about two. Um, and it kind of felt more like at home. Uh, there's still a lot of, lot for me to learn about all the dynamics and stuff. Just each one, you kind of start off the same ways, but, um, but yeah, I, yeah, each dynamic as we talk about it is unique to that, that couple, that group. So just like we've talked about before, there's no set rules on how a dynamic works. What we're going to talk about today is just kind of an oversight of some, some terms and how things, how the big picture is. So the main thing we're going to, we're going to dive into today is protocol. Mm-hmm. So you, you want to describe just what protocol is? Um, so protocol is really just, they're more or less like tasks. Um, so like, for instance, a protocol could be um, going in and wherever you go, um, let's say, I mean, I'll go to the extreme for like, we'll just say like high protocol for like DS, you have your uh, low, medium and high protocols. Um, and MS, it's pretty much all the same time. Um, but you can kind of adjust things to make it work out one way or the other <coughs> for, um, uh, make it adjust for, uh, at home or something like that. But, um, but for like the more extreme, like you can have people just have complete restrictions, uh, for being able to talk and stuff like that. And then that way, um, it sounds bad. I mean, it's, for some people, they'll sit here and go, that's just rude. You can't sit there and have somebody not talk. Well, actually, it's a good thing. Um, more I've learned about it is that the reason for not talking is for them to watch, pay attention, and listen. And those things are huge, so then that way they know what to expect the next time around or something like that. Or um, it, it really helps them to observe and how things are to be done. Um, not all the time will somebody will always have a speech restriction or something like that. Uh, it'll be in certain uh, instances like new places or something like that or even all the time. Um, so would you say protocol is more, like you said, task-oriented? I've always thought of it as rules. Um, so there's a big difference between your rules and your um, protocols. The... Uh, So, I've dove into another realm of things with the um, with the uh, dynamics and stuff. We talk about protocols and stuff like that. Well, protocols are very much what they are. They're very much like a task or a specific thing to be done at a certain time. Um, your rules are basically your um, kind of like an everyday behavior in a sense. Okay. Um, where the protocols are. Um, it, it just varies on times and stuff like that. So really, you have a set of rules and a set of protocol. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or what you can even consider it as an expectation. And then this is a whole new realm for me that I've been learning here, and it is really awesome to um, to learn and adapt to um, the dynamic. Um, the expectations are pretty much the protocols, but they're 
um, labeled in so many other different ways and it helps to be able to um, section it out and make it make sense out of things so I have a question um, I guess because I didn't know enough about it when I think of high protocol I would think of like if you are going to a dungeon and she's not talking or he's not talking is that considered the protocol or is that considered the um, what was the other term you used um, expectation yeah so if if they're not allowed to talk or whatever, is that is that a protocol or is that an expectation? Um, it it could be both. Okay. Um, it would be like so that's where I'm kind of like a protocol and an expectation are almost really identical. Okay. Um, I um. So earlier you you whenever you're talking you're talking about different types of protocol low, low medium and high. Right. Um, low would be your like everyday kind of stuff. Um, for instance, um, uh, keeping to one side or the other, okay. staying so many feet back or to the side or whatever, or um, in certain instances, um, th- I mean, that's just on low. Um, and same thing with um, uh, same thing with like. Uh, being able to, when you go out to eat and stuff like that, one of them will order for the other. Okay. Um, in some instances, I've seen the submissive order for the dominant or the dominant order for the submissive. Um, so that sort of stuff is really on the low side of things. It's just like a, almost an everyday kind of okay. protocols. Um, could even be considered like a rule sort of thing, but it's not the same. Um, like mediums, you'll have um, postures. Um, presentation stuff like that so maybe at like a let's say maybe a munch or something you could put it as a medium protocol where you're going to say okay well you, if there's a drinking fountain you're going to go get my drink and stuff like that and bring it back to me and provide it to me so would that also be like an expectation of like you don't need to ask her she just automatically knows to go and do this yes okay so it'd be one of those things where it's like okay if oh. my if my drink comes down to about a quarter of a glass you, you should be ready to think time. about getting me another drink or something like that because it really makes things easy. Um, then that way you're not sitting here waiting with a dry mouth, you yeah. know. It's just kind of one of those things that's, like, respectful in a sense. Um, uh, so also with medium, it can also be positions and stuff like that, as in kneeling and adjustments and stuff like that. Um, sometimes it'll be verbal cues um, for sitting, kneeling, or sit comfortably, or whatever the case might be. Um, your high protocols will, will tend to be, in some cases... Now, I'm going to throw this out there. This is all stuff that... This is how I line my stuff out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't have to be that way every time. It just depends on the relationship that I'm in and stuff like that. Yeah, that, 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 that's like I mentioned earlier. Every dynamic, everything's going to be different with every partner you have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... That, yeah. that, that's the thing I think some 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 someone's missed sometimes we we watch somebody and then we want to be just like that or we go from this this sub to that sub and we want them to be exactly the same where they're two different people and they're not always going to react the same behave the same well no matter what the dominant's still going to have certain expectations yeah. that they need and they desire so no matter what every time I'm going to sit here I'm going to be like okay 
I'm going to give you hand signals every time when we're always going to go out. It doesn't matter which person it is, I'm going to sit here and train them on those things that are specific to me. Now, if it's something that they don't want, then it's just not going to work out. And that's kind of like the bottom line of the, the whole thing. It's just like any other relationship. So these are expectations that you give them up front. Yeah. Yeah. As, as you're starting to your grow. negotiation your, type your, of. Your negotiation with a person. Yeah. These are, this is the way I am. This is things I like. This is things I expect. So, so in, in a, a dom sub or dom, uh, what's the other one I'm looking Master for? Slave. Master slave. Um, there, it might be more the the dom is basing it off of their needs, where in yours the protocol is based off of your needs, not theirs. Um, so, really, both in both instances, the dominant sh the dominant or the master should be always looking out for their own needs and wants, anyways. Now, yes, it's nice to consider the other person's needs and wants, um, but it's also theirs comes first sort of situation. Mm -hmm. um, now, even with, like, the daddy doms and stuff like that, now those, you're basically dealing with the littles, the baby girls and stuff yeah. like that, where you kind of have to put their stuff on the front line anyways because they need all that uh, attention and they need all those things that they got to have in their life. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, with each one, there's a certain amount of responsibility that each um, each dominant needs or has to do now with the master you have like all the expectations and all that responsibility for everything that you're doing um but um, so do you think protocol falls more in dom sub or master slave um both okay um just because it's it's with dom sub and like i said before this is all based on my experiences and stuff that um, and things that I have seen that you're with the dom and sub, you're basically you'll have your high, medium, and low, your different levels of protocols. In the MS, you can still have those, but in most cases, they're all going to be all under one lump sum sort of situation. Okay, that makes a little more sense. So, because I've always thought protocol just fell under masters MS. No, it's it's on both. Because most people I know that are under protocol, or always have always been in the MS type. The, the circle we run in, I don't see a lot of DS relationships that have protocol. You know, we we have a pretty unique group at our place. You know, you mm -hmm. know, we don't even have a lot of MS. Where, yeah, MS got, around here is pretty pretty on the scarce side. <coughs> I mean, I only know of maybe five at most on the ms side of things yeah um so i mean that it's still one of those things i mean we're still a pretty young community i mean even ds in like our community our our, our side of the community is scarce mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. our as we talked about before our parties are a lot of just people show up and play yeah you know we don't have a lot of true dynamics through our and most of our dynamics are daddy dom type yeah, things yeah we have a lot of whittles and well, even with those, you're still going to have your protocols and stuff. You're going right. to still be like, hey. I guess I, I never really thought about it like that. So yeah. yeah. It's, I it's mean, a different you, way to think about it. Yeah. You're going to have these certain things that you, you're going to want and need, and you're going to kind of need to have those yeah. things. Um, just like having, like, let's just say for a scene, for instance. Um, most of us dominants have a certain way of setting things up on our scenes. 
you can set up a protocol to sit here and say, what is, here's how it's going to be. When we start setting up a, a um, or it can be a rule technically too, that here we are getting ready to do this scene. I'm going to want these three floggers. I'm going to want these three canes. I'm going to want this whip. I'm going to want all this stuff. And I want it in this order on this table. That makes sense. I never really thought about that as protocol. I just always thought about that as, you know, just like when we started in rope, mm -hmm. our bottoms always did our rope for us after we mm -hmm. we were done. When, when sin started tying, being tied, you know that that was an expectation. Mm -hmm. Oh so, yeah, expectations. Yeah, so, protocol. <laughs> so I, I never thought of protocols being expectations. Yeah, you know, so it was always expected back in the day that the. the the rope bottom would bundle the rope and gather it up and after mm -hmm. they're done separate it separate out. it out yeah and sometimes before the scene they they would organize it and just like you're talking about so mm -hmm. things i never really thought about thinking about as protocol it was just expectations right these these are the scene expectations if you're going to scene with me this is what because i always thought protocol fell under the well like i said the ms type no, it, it can really fall under just about any of the um, dynamic or relationship styles in the community. I mean, just like even with the um, rope top and the rope bottom, you can say, okay, I want you to get all the rope out, and when you're ready, you're going to go over there and you're going to sit underneath that um, rig or hard point, and you're going to go, I need you to be sitting there in a meditative state, or I need you sitting there in um, nadu position or something like that to show that you're ready. If you're not ready yet, fine or get over there and start stretching and then getting into position when you're ready stuff like that so then that I makes mean, a lot of sense that, yeah. i mean if you a lot of people don't realize that so much that we do can fall under these things yeah that, that's just something i just always thought of well, and i guess that's just you and i because that's how you and i work a lot of ways yeah. i mean so but that's just how we are i never really considered what we do as protocol or just you know that's the way we do Interact. scenes mm -hmm. and expect and We've kind of, I've kind of set the the, the expectations for her, yeah. So that kind of right. makes sense. So, yep. so now, hey, we're we're a protocol, baby. <laughs> However, now, now you're gonna respect my authority. <laughs> However, <laughs> we never negotiated that. <laughs> and um, when you have two alphas like us, it doesn't quite work. Yeah, it doesn't always work. But the 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 I guess it's because I respect the aspect of that side of it because I was also uh, trained to tie or, or taught to tie and, and I know how that all that side comes into play so I understand and respect I guess easier than what some uh, bottoms would be for rope and they don't understand oh that what all it takes to go into to it and all of that yeah, because, you know, it's always the, the, the joke. I've got a friend of jokes. Bottoms just come, make me fly, Daddy. You know? Yeah. So I have a question now. If you guys are in a, in, in maybe say a high protocol, the, the high side, and you go to a dungeon that doesn't necessarily see a lot of that, how would people come to you? Or how they come to her, like if they don't know that she's what, in a spot. And what are vis visible signs that people can look for? Well, or, or, yeah. In most cases, um, I, I'll kind of entwine both questions. Um, in most cases, what it is is a lot of people are going to sit here and go, well, I don't understand what's going on yeah. or whatever. And, they, and Why they'll even, she talking? Or? Right. <laughs> they'll sit there and go, man, some of this stuff seems kind of snootish in a sense. Um, 
and they'll they'll sit there and come over and want to talk to her and she cannot make any sort of gesture she can't talk or anything like that um or anything like that they can do one or the other or something or have a card or something to say you must speak to my master or something like that and direct them to the master or the dominant and um so and in most cases, when you go into a, an event, um, you'll see that the submissive or the slave will be on one side or the other. It'll be on the left side or on the right side. Sometimes they'll be right kind of behind them on the corner or something like that. Um, they'll be quiet. They'll have their hands in front of them or behind them kind of uh, at rest um, is the best way to ex- kind of explain that. Um, and uh, they pretty much well they might even have their eyes down they might not even look at anybody straight in the face or I'm anything gonna like say, that yeah, with some... um and it, it just all depends i mean even that person could be just shy and just not be able to talk you know yeah. so it's just kind of that yeah yeah it, it 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 varies all the time with the different types of protocols but in most cases that is what you would typically see is just them in their position and them in a certain stance and stuff like that so collars normally um collars yeah you'll usually see collars um collars can range anywhere from a um a wristband or um or um an anklet or bracelet a ring it can even be a collar on like a choker or something like that um and in most cases they'll be a locking type um i say most cases and a lot of the times they'll be a locking style so that you have a lock of some sort or a screw or something like that that kind of fastens them on a permanent side any guys that don't know what collaring is go back through our episodes we did a whole episode on types of collaring mm-hmm. all that so if you guys have questions about that or or just email us and we'll get you with with the right people mm-hmm. but because we don't think about it, but there's a lot of different just just like in protocol there's a lot of different stages and types of collars mm-hmm. So there can be where, there. Where you, you can jump right on into a, yeah. a, a permanency collar uh, or a, f- a formal collar, if you will. Um, you don't really have to do no. those steps, yeah. but you, it it's best to not just jump right on <laughs> in when you first meet the person and go, okay, you're going to be collared right here and now. It's, it's just like not the re- best way to do it. Relationship. We, we we most relationships that we're in, we don't just jump into. We 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 have to to grow and get into that know that person, make sure there's a fit and. You got to know what what kind of thing their needs and wants. I mean, if their needs and wants won't feed won't feed yours or anything like that, then it may not work yeah. out. But it's always just depending on what you think you can make work. But it's always never to forget about your own self first. And I think sometimes we we do that naturally. We we want to cater to the other yeah. person, and we we want them to be happy. We want them to be enjoyable we and, and sometimes we forget about and just like being an admin you know you you you've been through that as an admin sometimes we we put ourselves on the back burner for events and mm-hmm. parties and whatever and we just want all of our people to be happy yeah that that's why admins get burned out so fast and you see turnover in events you see turnover in your leaders because so many times we don't take time to to fuel ourselves and yeah do that Do you think in the community that people look at protocol and misunderstand it a lot? What do you mean? Like, like, whenever I got in, in or even now, you know, us talking, 
there's a lot of things you've said that I've been around the lifestyle for seven, seven, eight, six, seven years, as long as you have, and some of the stuff is new, new to me, the way you're explaining it, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, I mean, it's... Do you think people judge your your protocol situation kind of puts you in a box and don't really try to understand what's going on? Yeah, um, some people are just kind of... There's, there's a lot of people out there that are kind of NMKs. They're not my kink type of people. Yeah. Um, but it's, and for some people they go, well, I don't have to respect your relationship or your dynamic. Well, that's kind of a crap thing to say. Um, but we're, we're in a, in a community that we should be accepting of everybody else's kinks and stuff like that, or their whatever, however they run things. Now, is there some ways, sometimes that people can kind of be maybe doing something quote unquote wrong? Maybe, but Honestly, it's whatever fits for them. But wrong, sometimes we, we judge wrong. Yeah. Based on what we think is right, not yeah. what's, you know. Just, just like people, I I hear people judge high protocol. Why would she do that? Why would she give up that and act like that for, for him? Mm-hmm. You know, pe- pe- people don't understand the whole dynamic of the relationship, you know. Well, so, it's, especially it's... around here, you know, the few times we do see high protocol... The people aren't aren't, aren't used to. It. I, I I think sometimes are are quick and judgy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there be things like, um, oh, for instance, um, when we go camping or we go to an event or something like that, and I have my play bags. In a lot of cases, you won't see me carrying my own play bag anymore. Yep. It'll be my submissive or my slave, and that's just one of those things that, I mean. For some people, that's kind of, they're like, oh, that's like workhorse stuff. I mean, you're just treating that person like they're just pretty much exactly what they are, and that's just a slave, and they don't have any rights to blah, 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 blah. And people don't really understand it. They kind of kind of agree to that, too. I mean, if they didn't, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, If they didn't like it, then they actually can say no or just leave. Yeah. All. Everything we're talking about with him is negotiated. It's not like he's, not like Jay's forcing his subs or slaves to do this. He negotiates all this with them, and like we, we talk about, it's a, it's a journey. Yeah. Just, just like he said, we don't just jump into this mm-hmm. and say, okay, this is what. After two two dates, this is the way it's going to be. You know, this is a journey. It's like any dynamic. This grows and evolves and becomes. Now he's been in it long enough, so he can say, "Okay, this is stuff that I want," and upfront and be more. But it's one of those things that you you observe and you watch and you go, "Oh, well, I kind of like that. I want to throw that into the mix of things," and it just grows from there. But the main thing is, is when you start out using protocols or rules or something, or or like I would say, rules and expectations. Um which I'm use I'm love using that term now. But you sit there and you only introduce a few at a time. Or you start out with a few that seem really basic that they can get a hold of. And then you add another one in after a week or something like that. Just so that way it's not overwhelming of fifty things that you're just or even ten things all yeah. at once and you're gonna go, Okay, you're gonna remember all these. Oh, by the way, we're going out to a play party tonight. You better remember all of them, or I'm going to swat your ass for it. So, I mean, it it seems like a lot. That's extreme. I mean, 
that's also not really reasonable in a sense either that you're going to give that person the opportunity to be able to really grow and learn and be the person you want them to be. You're you have to make them that. Yeah, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not like they're not going to wake up the next day and be like, "Oh, I'm super, I'm super slave." Yeah, <laughs> for for a better way to phrase it, you know. Yeah, because we we get a lot of women in the rope side that wake up they've been tied twice or three times and think think they're super bottom mm-hmm. you know they want to tell us oh this is how the guy's done it and you know it's like but you don't we don't see that in the in the in a real dynamic so okay something that i've always struggled with so maybe you, you can help help me explain this when it comes with consent and high protocol okay so like somebody approaches me to, to tie them Normally, the dom approaches me. Mm-hmm. I've always been a very verbal consent. I want the sub to give me consent. I walk away from a lot of scenes because I don't really understand it sometimes when it's high protocol and the bottom doesn't talk. So how does that work when it comes to that? So, and and this can vary between dynamic to dynamic. Um, one dominant can sit here and say, my submissive, she knows how to to do all the negotiations and explain all that stuff and they just let them have free reign now in other cases like for me for instance I'm going to be the one that negotiates everything I already know what my expectations are for my own submissive or my own slave Um, I know what they can and can't do Um, I'm going to sit there and I will negotiate everything to the T especially since most cases I'm going to be probably be the one that's been in the lifestyle the longest. Yeah. And so for me to know what kind of expectations there are with different things, and it's also somebody that I have to trust. Um, so through all of it, you have to, um, the, the dominant is usually the one that in some cases will be the one that gives the consent. Okay. Um, and then the submissive is you or submissive or slave is usually the one that kind of wants to do something and dominant or the master is not able to, able to do that that service that sort of service or a, that sort of experience of that service yeah. or that um uh, that, that level, scene or that, that level, kink yeah yeah because yeah. yeah, you know i've walked away from a lot of scenes because i didn't really quite understand because i'm i'm really big on i'm 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 okay negotiating the scene with the dom or the master but i'd still to me personally i still want her to say yes it's okay is that um it just depends on the dynamic i mean that's where you you would that'd be part of the negotiation if the dominant's going to be sitting here talking to you about everything the whole time and you're going to be like okay do i have her permission yeah and if they look at you and say i'm giving the permission then that's really the way it is okay so that, that makes sense because it's like i've walked away from scenes at places because in my head i'm i've always been like i want her or him or whatever the bottom is we, we we say her a lot, but it's either way. Mm-hmm. I, I want the sub to give me some kind of consent, but I never thought about, yeah, that's negotiated between them, between them. for him to give you the consent. Because, you know, to me, I always thought, well, nobody can give consent for you because that's not legal. But if you negotiate it, I guess that's a different way of looking at it. Well, and, and that's just it, too. I mean, if you're not comfortable with sitting here and not hearing the dominant or just having the dominant give you that permission, then that's just the way it is for you. Yeah. I mean, that, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just your comfort level. Yeah, but it makes more sense, you know, kind of listen to it. All all this is really 
open up a little bit of my eyes on this, you know, and, and we've been around each other for, for <laughs> yeah, years. For a while. And it's just something that, you know, some, some, sometimes we don't sit, sit down and talk about this kind of stuff, you know. It's like, I know that Jay's high protocol. I know he has an EMS relationship and he's into all this other stuff, but it's like, sometimes it it's it, it's nice just to, uh, for us to be able to ask questions, say, hey, why does this work for you? This kind of interesting, but you know, Sometimes we we're, we're 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 too up too busy with with, with ourselves to sit down and talk to people, mm-hmm. or even us ourselves. You yeah. know, we're we're both too busy guys yeah. that we just don't get time to really sit and chat. I mean, and the other thing too is that um, the leather side of the lifestyle. I mean, I've been in for about almost two and a half years, um, and it. You see a lot of different types of protocols and stuff like that, um, like a uh, or an expectation. So, like for instance, uh, one of the brothers that I have, he uh, has a thing where his uh, slave will come over, and when he, she brings over a drink, she kneels down, legs spread open, and hands the drink up in a certain sort of manner, straight up to him. She's at the lowest point she can get to be able to hand him that drink, and that's the way it is. And things like that, I'm just like, that's amazing. It's beautiful to watch and stuff like that. And so it's things like that. Even um, because I've heard you guys talk about like you guys do protocol dinners. Mm -hmm. I've been to a couple of those already. Yeah. Yeah. So I've heard you guys talk about that. Where you know, can you explain what that kind of is? So um, the protocol dinners, um, which I'm really wanting to do, uh, try to at least get one thrown or something. but um, the way they kind of work is you you basically have um, a house setting or, I mean, even for that matter, it can be a freaking buffet line at a restaurant. Um, and they basically go get your food. You tell them what they get or what you're wanting on that plate, and they go and get it and bring it back to you. And then they may not be able to eat until after everybody's done eating. Um, it all – this is – the protocol dinners are also a negotiated type of event too um so all the submissives or all the slaves um i kind of separated two sorry uh, all the submissives or slaves they'll all be going under and doing the same same similar things unless there's a specific way something has to be done per the one dynamic then that's probably going to be worked in um you'll have um so basically, you have a place setting and everything else. All the dominants will be sitting at the table. The um, slaves will pretty much be eating in the kitchen in most cases. In some cases, um, in both cases that I've been in, they've been they've done that. Um, other places, they'll be kneeled on one side or the other and waiting for the next drink that needs to be refilled or whatever. Um, sometimes the there's one slave that'll be in charge of drinks. Another one will be in charge of how the food goes out and when it goes out, what goes on the plates and stuff like that. It's uh, a very in-depth, well-drawn-out sort of thing. Um, So, uh, yeah. That leads me into another question, I guess. Um, So, your your dynamic, your protocol, your all the things, (laughs) when you are, it doesn't just stop when you go to the grocery store it doesn't just stop when you go to walmart or the mall or whatever what what is it like 
for someone to see you guys and she doesn't talk or she doesn't and she interacts like she would as if she was at a dungeon party and what is that like for someone else versus what is it like for you um well that that's one of those things that could be different um so in a lot of cases we always see the gentleman will always open up the door for the female Mm -hmm. i have actually seen it where slave or the submissive is the one that opened up the door for their dominant all the time Mm -hmm. and some people sit there and look at that and go oh my god why why is she opening up the door for him that's just the way they set it up i mean just how it is and uh for me, when we go out and we go to the grocery store or something like that, it's um, we go out and we're we're just us. Um, but we'll still ha- she'll still be to my one side. In some cases, when we're going aisle to aisle and we're kind of going one side or the other, we're not gonna be. She's not always gonna be on that same side. Um, so in certain instances, if she goes out, she still has to know when we start moving. That's where she is. Um, so it's almost kind of an automatic thing, and you might be okay. Normally, you might be what we'd say vanilla, mm-hmm. but there's always that part where it kind of. So even whenever you're out just yourselves, that those behaviors we're, we're, become those behaviors become natural, and they just do them. So. Right. So for me, the dynamic is the relationship, and it can be two separate things. But for me, it's all-encompassing. I have these certain expectations that I have all the time. I want to make sure that I'm still the one that makes the decisions. I call the shots and stuff like that for different things. Or um, even if I were to give her the choice of saying, you figure out what we're doing for meals for the week or something like that, and then we can go to the grocery store and get all those meal items. Or even if I'm the one who makes dinner one night or something because... I'm better cook at something or something. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Or if I'm cooking on the grill. Um, but it's just, it's how you set up everything. Um, going to the store, it's just, it's just however you want it to work. For me, it's, we, we just go out and we get the foot, we get everything. She loads all the food, all the stuff onto the belt. She pays for the food and everything. That sort of thing. So is it is it one of those things, will she talk to people if they say something to her? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, Out so in public, in the normal, uh, we, would, we would call it like a low protocol. She has so, the freedom to speak okay. and stuff so, like that. So your protocol changes Shifts. with the... The environment. The environment. Pretty much. Okay. See, because I always thought like high protocol was high protocol all the time. Is there something I've, like that? I, it it sure can be. Is. It can be. Um, I've heard of a couple instances that it is, but in those times, um, the dominant's there and they're the one speaking for them, or they um, may not leave the house or mm-hmm. something like that. Makes you know, it, it just depends on the situation. Their, ser- that their makes scenario. There's more sense it changes for you based on the environment and where you're at. And yeah, I'm not. I'm not that huge of a stickler, but <laughs> I'm. I'm still. I still have... Um, you have your baseline expectations. Yes. Right. And then everything moves up and down from from, from there mm-hmm. based on your situation. That makes a lot more sense. So, so. your OCD, Don, um, has made you a protocol type of person because you only like it if I'm on your right side when we walk because you have an OCD with where I stand 
holding hands. <laughs> well, even for that, so... Um, but that's not something we've ever... It's just automatic because he doesn't like the way that... It's just the way we've always... I'm it's, wrong. I've never thought about that as a as a expectation or rule. I've just... Yeah, you sit there and the, you go, okay, I need to know where you're at at all times. If you're on that side, that's where you are. Yeah. I know right where I'm going to turn to when I start talking to you. See, because our, our kids are the opposite. Mm-hmm. I've always raised my kids to walk on the outside... Mm-hmm. And and they always make fun of me because I don't do that all the time based on which way we're walking because mm-hmm. I want her on a certain side. But I've always raised my kids as you walk closer to the street, you know, the old school, the chivalry type thing. Mm-hmm. You know? So, but yeah, I'm, yeah, I have a little uh, OCD with a few things. Yeah. Like when we eat, he's left-handed, so I sit on his right-hand side, yep. which that's typically where I am all the time anyway is his right-hand side um, just because of that see we're we're protocol we didn't even know it so we're, <laughs> we're part of the club yeah so for me um i'm just telling you this dog is driving me crazy tonight <laughs> <laughs> for me the um it was i'm right-handed and she's left and so so, so it makes a difference so yeah. she's always sitting on my left and when we go out to eat in a lot of cases we won't actually sit across from each other we'll actually sit next to each other and actually enjoy the meal together yeah um that's and that'll depend on whether it's a date night or whether it's just the setting and stuff like that. Um, but we do tend to sit next to each other at times just so that way we're together. Oh, they like each other. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm teasing. <laughs> so. so I hope everybody got kind of an idea of what protocol is. We've We've kind of hit on it a few times, but... The way you describe it makes a lot more sense, even to me, somebody that's been around a long time. Mm-hmm. So kind of gives us some ideas. We'll do some more with Jay later, and mm-hmm. we'll let him explain some more stuff, because he's got a lot of really interesting stuff he does. Like, you talk about he he, he does le- he he's in the le- leather community. He does pony play. He does some very unique, fun things. So we'll have him back again. Mm-hmm. But and if and if anybody has questions for him, email us, let email us know, us and, and then we'll get it prepared for him whenever he comes back. Or you can always find me on FetLife. I am uh, J7Leatherwolf. Um, J number seven and Leatherwolf, all one word. Um, um, you can hit me up there, or shoot me a friend request or something, or say, hey, I heard you on the podcast, you know. Then he also runs, do you want to? Yeah, um trying to get that back up and going since covid um i, w- I run uh wichita area kink demos or whacked um w-a-k-d and then um there's also a dominant group here in town that's been kind of dormant it's been dormant pretty much since covid, COVID. Yeah. and um and then we're hoping to get that back up and going in the fall or in the summer we'll see how things go and then um where we would have like a bi-monthly get-together and sit and good, chat. A good meeting, yeah. I've yeah. been a few times, so it was yep. always a good time. And nice, then, nice social environment. and Oh, yeah. You could ask whatever questions, and everybody just talked and gave, gave their opinions. So. No, I'm sorry. And Wichita or Kink Demos is the um, – um, I bring in different presenters and stuff like that for different various types of kinks. And you guys that have listened to the podcast have heard us kind of talk about his stuff because he was part of our group – in the facility that we help run he was the the original owner of that so we've kind of mentioned his groups so you guys kind of get an idea of that you know we've been through a lot together so 
Yeah, I mean, we've even yeah. got the rope group, yeah, cock we rope, rope bite. Gr- we've got a rope group. Hopefully one day we'll be able to do some rope events again. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, but, yeah. So if, if you guys have, have any questions or any comments for me, hit, hit him up on FetLife. Email always, us, whatever. Email us, we'll get it to him. Or just shout out to us, whatever. So we just want to say thank you for coming in and sharing with us. It's been a great time. Very yeah. educational. You're welcome. Hey guys, we're back. Hope you enjoyed that. What? Nothing. You just look at me funny. Yeah. <laughs> hope hope you guys learned something. Enjoyed enjoyed that. Had had a good time. So in closing, like mm-hmm. always, check out our website, kinkyframemind.com. It's gonna have all our stuff out there. It's got our Instagram or Twitter. It's got mm-hmm. email contacts on it. So if you have any questions about what you just heard, uh, or you know you want to ask us more, or or just hey, I you can add this to this. You know, give us some advice, thoughts, whatever. Be happy to contact us and let us know. So, be sure to be following us on Instagram and Twitter. That's where you're gonna get get all the updates for where where we're gonna be, what's going on. Mm-hmm. Don't forget May fifteenth, we're doing the meet and greet for AltPlayground.net in OKC at the club. Yes. If, if you're close to that, go. If you're a regular at the club, go. If you've never been to the club, get off your ass and go. You know? In other words, go. 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 Come see us. Come hang out with us. Right. Come see what a shit show it, it really is. <laughs> so sign up for altplayground.net. Get get active. Get get involved. Check out all the events. Find something that work, works for you and do it. Don't forget to or, order your shirts, your merchandise, your your Shot glasses. We'd full. love to see some merchandise on people. Send us pictures of it. Mm-hmm. Fullswapshop.com. Check it out. Yes. Last but not least, don't forget about Full Swap Radio. Yes. Listen to it. That's what we, what we did on our trip last weekend. Just yeah. put it on. Just let just let it, let it run. Some of the episodes we've, we've heard before, but we still enjoy hearing them again, you know? Right. On the weekends, it's just kind of a loop, so we get a, a mixture of everybody exactly if you're not following it on twitter follow full swap radio every day we're posting the schedule out there let, let you know what the primary shows are that day mm-hmm. sometimes we're filling spots with other stuff but you get a kind of idea who's on on, on what days right so check it out mm-hmm. let us know and as always guys keep it kinky keep it kinky